I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world. And we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Hey everyone, just a quick reminder, if you haven't gotten your tickets for the wellness retreat, definitely head to our website. I'll go ahead and put the link in our show notes to get your tickets. Again, the wellness retreat is March 19th through 21st, and we actually just found out that we'll have to be raising the prices probably the last week um, before the retreat. So, The price right now is $39 for a ticket, but it's going to go up to $45 closer to date. So if you're interested in going, definitely head to the link in our show notes and it will take you to the schedule. You can make sure you want to go and then book your ticket. So without further ado, let's get into the news. The jig is up. For President Trump in regards to his financial records. If you've been listening to News Du Jour over the past months, you know that President Trump's lawyers have been performing a drawn out but deliberate dance in attempt to shield the former president's financial records from the public eye, or at least from the court's eyes. But that will officially no longer be an option. The Supreme Court has ruled for the second time unanimously against the Trump team's last-ditch efforts and really put their foot down that the records must be turned over to the Manhattan DA's office. They have been fighting this battle to obtain his financials since 2011. Of course, Mr. Trump was not too happy about the decision, but what else is new? He unsurprisingly blamed the Democrats for this decision, even though this is a court case. He also pointed out that he that this has never happened to a former president before, which is true. He is not only the first president to be impeached twice, but also the first president, at least in modern history, to be forced to hand over his financials mostly because presidential candidates usually hand them over willingly as they're running for office. But still, 
No modern president or former president has seen as much legal trouble as President Trump by a long shot. So speaking of the Trump camp and legal troubles, who is Eric Prince and what is he in trouble for exactly and why is it important? We will break down this story for you guys. So Eric Prince has been in the headlines a lot lately, and you're probably a little confused as to what exactly is going on with it. So first of all, Eric Prince is the former head of the arms contractor called Blackwater Worldwide, and he's also a friend of President Trump's. Not only was he a friend, though, but he was also an outspoken supporter and a financially invested one. Blackwater's job as a contractor was basically to provide weapons on demand worldwide. So why is he in trouble now, and why is he making headlines? Well, it relates to the conflict going on in Libya, so hang in here with me for one sec. Libya, as you may already know, is a country in Africa. Basically, if you're looking at the continent of Africa, it's the very middle of the top portion, directly south of European countries like Italy and Greece, but separated by the Mediterranean Sea. The country is quite dry and dominated by the Sahara Desert. And this country has pretty much been fending off civil war for years. And what makes it worse is that they have an oil-rich landmass, so foreign entities have a vested interest in the outcome and thus have gotten involved with the conflict, fueling it kind of from both sides, namely Russia and Turkey. So, in an effort to prevent the entire situation from exploding, figuratively, not literally, although maybe literally also, the UN essentially said, cool it. No one is allowed to sell weapons to anyone in this area so that things do not escalate. And yep, you guessed it. This is where Eric Prince comes in. He, as the head of Blackwater Worldwide, sold weapons to Libyan rebel forces who were actively trying to overthrow their government. But the Blackwater Group did not just sell weapons. You see, they also can contract out mercenaries or basically armies for hire. Those mercenaries come with aircraft, gunboats, cyber warfare tactics, and more. They put all of this to use in Libya, which is obviously even more of a UN violation than just selling arms. Reportedly, the objective of the Blackwater Group in Libya was actually to take out specific Libyan commanders on behalf of the rebel forces. So... How do we know all of this? Well, the UN did a thorough investigation kind of behind closed doors, but 
their confidential report on the subject was actually recently leaked to the press. And that's why we've seen this blow up of headlines on the subject. In addition to being buddy-buddy with President Trump, Eric Prince is also Betsy DeVos's brother. She was Trump's education secretary. And he was also pardoned by the Trump administration in the last hours of the Trump's time in office. But not for these crimes. He was actually pardoned for killing 17 unarmed Iraqi civilians, seemingly for fun, while involved in that conflict. To be clear, he didn't specifically do it, but the Blackwater group was responsible for it. So it seems the group is pretty heinous, you know, because now we're seeing that this wasn't an isolated incident in the Iraqi situation. They're also violating UN policy and procedure to keep the world safe. So their moral code, definitely out of whack. The company likely made about $80 million on the operation that took place in Libya, and there is some evidence that it actually may have gone through the White House to obtain that relationship with Libya. Prince, via his lawyer, has denied any involvement in Libya, but we will see what the UN has to say about that now that this confidential report has been made public. Real quick before we go today, let's talk about Fenty Fashion and why it's going under. Okay, so before a bunch of y'all get whipped up and freaking out, Fenty Beauty is not going under. So you can rest assured that you will have your prized highlighter available for the foreseeable future. And it seems that the lingerie line, Savage Times Fenty, is also safe as well. However, the more exclusive luxury fashion brand associated with our bad girl Riri did not do nearly as well as the attainable beauty brand sold at Sephora or her sexy lingerie venture. There are tons of people out there currently guessing or speculating or even claiming to know why the company failed. But I think at least part of it seems pretty obvious. It was a luxury brand fighting to find its footing amid a global pandemic. Fenty skincare isn't a stretch for the average American wallet, but her fashion line features $600 hoodies doesn't really qualify as an essential, whereas you may actually want to throw on some makeup before you hop on a Zoom call. And so, you know, the Fenty Beauty line really did make sense given our changing times. You know, makeup remains unnecessary, even with Zoom, even if you're not seeing people in real life. But it's all good. Rihanna will shine bright like a diamond with her two successful retail ventures, and will let Fenty Fashion fall to the wayside. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, Nothing is so common as the wish to be remarkable. Remarkable. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oh, oh. oh.